Hey, you are listening to Conference Call with Critty on BFF.fm. For the next two hours, we're going to be talking about sex set to a backdrop of love songs, R&B love songs, some soul love songs. I've got guests Peter and Lisa here in the studio. Say hi, guys. Hello. I'm back. Peter's back. <laughs> Sorry, Peter, let me put your mic back. <laughs> and, and I got my mic now. <laughs> Peter's muted. Um, today's show, we're going to be talking about um, relationships. I think it's the beginning of summertime, and this is an amazing time for people to get together and share love. It's also a time where things can get rocky because it's time to get out there and you're feeling yourself and you want to feel all the other selves out in the world. <laughs> I wouldn't mind feeling a few people. <laughs> So uh, we've got some cool perspectives in the studio. Um, Lisa is married, and she's got epic love stories. I think your your marriage is one of my favorite marriages. You guys are wow, super cool. What an honor! Cool. Thanks. Yeah, um, people with goals that achieve their goals and how they do that. So I'm gonna pry and find yes. out some great things about you, Peter. I like I like having you in the studio. You're just so <laughs> explicit with everything. I'm, I'm just a hoot and a holler. That's that's all I am. I just you know what? Just ask a question. I kind of give an honest answer and just kind of wherever the chips may lie on that one. <laughs> Don't worry, Peter. We're laughing with you, not at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we just started the set with um, two epic duets, actually. So the first was Donnie and Joe Emerson, a brother duo up from the north. Pacific North Northwest with their song Baby. That song came out and the, they recorded that album actually in the 70s and it kind of just died fell to the wayside no one heard of it and then someone discovered their record and covered it and people love it now. <laughs> After that was Deborah Law's Very Special. Super feeling that song. Um it's a great cover. JLo also covers it and I think I'm going to play oh, it yeah. for you guys later on. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> So um, if you have questions, if you are out there starting to date in the world, or if you've got some questions for my guests here today, you can give us a call. The phone number is 415-483-6217. You can also holler at us on Instagram at bff.fm, that's bff.fm, or at critty, 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 C-H-R-I-T-Y, C-H-R-I-T-Y. Yeah, <laughs> just Great like that. Day. <laughs> uh, let's let's get into some music here. Uh, next, we've got Melissa Morgan with Fool's Paradise.
Listening to BFF.FM, it's conference call with Critty. 
I've got Peter and Lisa in the studio. Hello. Hey. We are talking about relationships and sex advice and listening to some sexy songs. That was Saturday Love with Sherelle. And before that was Fool's Paradise by Melissa Morgan. Um, I've got Lisa in the studio here today because she and her husband have one of the greatest relationships that I know of. Wow. Um, Thanks. Yeah. I can't hear you. Sorry. Time out. Okay. Um, and I've also got Peter in the studio. Who is not married. <laughs> Who is <laughs> definitively not married. Um, Lisa, you went on like a really great epic date with your husband when you guys first met. Yeah. Tell us about it. Sure. So we met um, online via OkCupid. And um, he stood out as a potential suitor because he asked me out for a bike date and coffee, which was unique because every other guy, like six others that I went on dates with were at a bar and getting me drunk or tipsy or something like that. So when he asked me out, I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Your picture's kind of weird, but I'll still meet you. <laughs> Coffee is like the perfect online date, right? We talked about I mean, this before. Yeah. I don't know. I actually come on like the exact opposite perspective of everything you just described there. I was like, no more dating online <laughs> and definitely always drinks first. <laughs> and guess who's single? Yes, guess who's single. <laughs> just, Rub, just rubbing it in there. Why don't you? Pride. No, <laughs> um, no, but... Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's like the difference between male and female, too. As a female, you get a lot of guys saying, come to a bar, but maybe, you know, you're into that kind of person. <laughs> Peter's into getting his dates drunk. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Well, I On to your he, story. Phases of life. Yeah, phases <laughs> of life, I think. The reason why I liked, uh, why I like a good coffee date is it's in the daytime, usually, and yes. coffee's short. You can either... Make it a short, quick date. I got to go. Yeah. Kind absolutely. of deal. Or, hey, that kind of feeling is, would you like to go for a walk now? Low right? pressure. Exactly. Right? Totally. So that's what it was. We um, met on bikes at Golden Gate Park near the Panhandle part. And we biked to um, the beach and had coffee at Outerlands. And it was nice. It was lovely. It was We got into a lot of heavy conversation right away. That's rad. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then we biked back through the Panhandle and biked around the city. And it, um, we just, it was an adventure, you know? It was this fun, fun little adventure. And all of a sudden, it's 5 o'clock. We're hungry. Let's have dinner. Okay, cool. Um, and then... Um, as the night progressed, we both found that we didn't want to leave each other, you know, and so we mm-hmm. loved that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, um, I think we walked in every neighborhood and as we're walking through the mission, um, someone told us about this midnight bike ride. And so we're like, that's so cool. We should, we should keep hanging out and try to do that tonight. And what? Yeah. Oh, midnight's only five hours away. Yeah. You want to keep this date going? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And we did. It just like was the goal for the, maybe not the date, but the the goal to, to continue to hang out together. And um, it felt really good. And so we continued and it felt 
so good. We ended up having dinner and forgot about the, like a second dinner later, forgot about the midnight bike ride. Look at our clocks. It's like 1230. Wow. <laughs> like, holy shit. We've been together for. Did you guys hours. have any drinks on this date at all? Near the end. Yes. Okay. Right. That's right. Okay, but you didn't so. you didn't have to like keep drinking during the day to like totally. stand each other's company and stuff. It no. was just a totally awesome <laughs> caffeinated date. That's awesome. Caffeinated endorphin high date. Oh shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm taking those tips. That's great. I feel like alcohol can really ruin I don't know. It can ruin like your perspective on someone. You've got some beer goggles on all of a sudden. Oh my gosh, that's right? what I'm. That's what I'm really going for, though. That's. I feel like that's where my strength is. Is someone else having beer goggles on me? <laughs> oh, Peter. Oh, Peter. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of hoping they're kind of like, all right, you know, I can get past little idios- weird idiosyncrasies that he's got going on. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a little liquid courage it doesn't isn't bad either. That's for sure. No. But yeah. I think overall the drinking dates are a little hard to navigate. Yeah, but caffeine, like on a date though, mm-hmm. that can be rough though too. Not for you? No, Jerry. definitely not for me. <laughs> I mean, why? Because I, I don't drink coffee at all. Oh. And just I l- see. and caffeine just goes like, you know, through a goose for me. It's oh like, man! It'll it'll hit me just like that. So so alcohol does work better for you then. Yeah, because it, it'll just kind of <laughs> it'll calm me down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's I'm very self-aware. I know what my <laughs> faults are, my many faults, and one of them is I get too flippin' hype <laughs> on caffeine. It's good to know. Peter, tell us about one of your epic dates. Ooh, <laughs> the mm, I think all right. I think I can name the probably definitely the top three. Definitely top three dates uh-huh. I've ever been on. I was studying abroad um, in in Florence, Italy, um, my junior year of college. And uh, I was on another date with another girl at the time, and I just, you know, we were waiting for something. And she was off and away, and just, uh, just ran into this this girl and, and her mom, uh, just <laughs> sitting there, and uh, you know, just I'm biding time and just strike up a chat with them. And she turns out she lives just adjacent from my neighborhood, so it's like, oh, let's hang out sometime. Um, so I get her number and I actually call her, you know, I call her, text her, like a couple days later. We ended up going out, um, meeting up for drinks. Um, see, the, the drinks date thing. Yeah, right? drinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't be self-conscious. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm not self-conscious. I'm neurotic. There's a difference. <laughs> um, no, we just we just end up talk. We just end up kind of meeting at this place called JJ's Cathedral. I, I remember very vividly. Um, it's right across from the Duomo, and there's like this little outlook looking on the piazza. It's, it's, Sounds it's, romantic. It's, it's 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 super rad. Um. And we just end up talking about music for like a good solid hour or so. And then we just start walking. Uh-huh. Uh, and we just walk and walk and walk until we end up on one of the bridges. And just, it's the nighttime sky and the whole thing. Get a little romantic. It, it, but in between there, we also, there's a, oh God, there's a carousel too. So we end up riding on a carousel together for a little oh, bit as well. Yeah, really that's super sweet. romantic. I know. I'm, 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 I'm good at that kind of thing when I actually make an effort. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, don't worry about it. I just put this carousel here for you yeah but this is over 10 years ago and now i'm just jaded as hell so oh bummer <laughs> now you're like let's just go to the bar it's like all right let's just get drunk <laughs> you guys are listening to conference call with critty on bff.fm today we're taking a different turn um we are talking about epic loves good loves um it's the beginning of summer and we want to give you guys the confidence to get out there and 
start dating, maybe even get married, like Lisa here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You, I'm going to be playing some fun uh, sort of like 80s and 90s tracks today. I've got some uh, Aaliyah coming up that I really love. Aaliyah and Genuine did a lot together, so I wanted to do a fun little shout out to her. And I also have some Ike and Tina. Very epic love. Um, different kind of epic different love. Different kind of epic love. And we're going to get into that too. <laughs> yeah. Toxic love is a real thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you guys have. <laughs> okay, maybe we'll move into that quicker than we thought. <laughs> if you have uh, stories or questions for us, give us a call at 415 483 6217. This is Renee and Angela with I'll Be Good.
to you by Richard Humphrey and Associates, Sexual Intercourse Accident Law. Hi, I'm Richard Humphrey. We all know how hard it is to sustain an injury during intimate times with anyone from a loved one to a one-night stand. We know accidents can happen. You may be entitled to a hump sum. We specialize in injuries that may have been caused by faulty beds, faulty sexual enhancement drugs, animal attack, enraged ex-lovers, blue balls, friction burns, and so much more. Remember, you may be entitled to a hump sum. And here at Richard Humphrey and Associates Sexual Intercourse Accident Law, we can help. Okay, that was a word from our sponsor, Richard Humphrey and Associates. I have so many claims to file. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes, Peter. <laughs> I, was, I was way too excited to learn about that service. <laughs> um, you are listening to Conference Call with Critty on BFF.FM. We talk about sex and love and relationship advice, and we answer questions, too. So if you have any questions... You can hit us up on Instagram at Critty Critty Critty, or you can call in. The phone number is 415-483-6217. Um, I wanted to dedicate today's show to 
good relationships and good love because it's the beginning of summertime. But I think that here in the studio, we've got some pretty epic fail <laughs> relationship <laughs> stories that might be fun to talk about. Um, it's June in San Francisco. Or, yeah, it's the end of June in San Francisco. So it's Pride Weekend. and Woo-hoo. It's the end of June all over the world. Yeah, I'm hoping that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Thanks, Good Peter. One. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to all of my LGBTQ community out there. SF um, Pride. Yeah. I We stand behind you and we support you and we love you and care about you. So um, I'm hoping for a nice, safe weekend where everyone can be out and about enjoying and celebrating their sexuality and each other's sexuality and each other's love. So be safe. Um I actually have a really toxic love relationship story that happened about six years ago during this weekend. Um, I was tending bar at a party in downtown San Francisco, and I was serving a ex-boyfriend, or I was serving a boyfriend at the time and one of the regulars at the bar, and then they disappeared. And it was a really busy day, so I hadn't noticed how long they were gone. But then I noticed again that they were gone, so... I don't know, just in case, I thought I'd go down into a stall, or into the women's restroom and see if they were there. They weren't there, and that was cool. But <laughs> that, was, then, that, was, that was a good, that was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, good. But then My I... My boyfriend's not in the woman's bathroom with another person. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Um, but on the way out, I decided to check the men's just in case, and there they were, two sets of feet underneath a stall having sex. Bastards. Yeah. It's lame. Total. Yeah. So if anyone was at that bar and your your bartender disappeared, now you know why. My bad. Um, was this a dude? It was a dude. With a dude? No, it was a dude cheating on me with another woman. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, cheetahs suck, right? Like, who? Well, they're ballsy, Ooh, yeah. too. Why would he do it in the... Like, why not leave the bar? Well, when you're feeling it, you're feeling it. I guess so. That could have been their <laughs> epic 11-hour date. <laughs> <laughs> the then ex-boyfriend did not want to leave his then girlfriend's side to oh, get cheated on her. I mean, right. He had some kind of loyalty. He has some class. <laughs> Super <Asshole>. classy. <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't go far. I didn't. I didn't ditch you at the party. Wow. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, have you ever cheated? Been cheated on or cheated on, Peter? I haven't been cheated. I haven't cheated on anyone that I've been with. Um, I don't think I've been cheated on, but I have been the side piece once upon a time. Oh, man. The cheaty? Is it? What what would you call that? I have no idea. We did not call it side piece of the time. Yeah, side piece of the time. You were the other man. I was the other other dude. man. Uh I was, uh, this is way back when I was still living in Maryland, where I'm originally from. There was a girl that I was seeing there at the time. Um, and she, all right, so I should preface this. I have a, when I meet a girl that I'm like, all in on and I find out that she has a dude uh-huh. I do one of two things I, I, I have to meet the guy what? Yeah. why? because if he's cool then I'm like alright I know better than to kind of you know keep pressing forward cool or bigger than you <laughs> good point Lisa that's really what Either? that means <laughs> oh you're, bi- you're cool meaning you have giant muscles and you're taller than me you can smash me <laughs> <laughs> sorry you're cool you're cool I'm not worried about the Hulk or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, all right, Continue. If, un- unless you're like, all right, so if, if, if the guy seems like, all right, you're a decent guy, I'll, I'll back off. Okay. But if he's kind of a weenus or a douche, then I'll just kind of like, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to move in on this right now. Alpha male style. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool. I'm like, no, you can do better. And that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's my attitude. So anyway, that's, 
I go meet this girl. We have like we have mutual like really super strong kind of you know energies kind of going on. If you know what I mean, and um, we we just kind of you know go on a couple of dates and kind of kick back and everything like that. And and she told me that you know I broke up with the dude, like you know oh. a little ways into it. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, like we've got this, we're set to go like meet up at a on a coffee date. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Nice. So we, we well, she was trying to keep it casual. <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, coffee date." It, it was, it was. <laughs> I picked the date. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> wow! Okay. Impressed. I was like, "All right, we'll we'll have we'll go there and we'll have some wine." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she uh, she ends up just kind of ditching me. Like, we're oh, no. set to meet there, and she just totally ditches me. And so I'm like, "All right, well, I'll just pop over by her place to see if she's there. Maybe she forgot." But I'm I'm feeling pretty hot right now, uh-huh. um, and I get up to her apartment. I knock on the door, and she's just opening the door as I'm getting there. And she's like, "Oh, I'm going to see my boyfriend." <gasps> this is how you find out. Yeah. Aww. Oh yeah. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Was... Did you know though? Did you have like an inkling in your gut that told you she didn't break up with him? Uh, maybe a little bit, but I wasn't concerned at the time yeah. because. Uh, <laughs> Because we were doing pretty well. So. <laughs> Yikes. So what then? Did you say, cool, I'm coming with you. I need to meet this guy? Like, <laughs> No, I met him before. Oh, he, was he, was, he was kind of a weenus. So I was like, <laughs> nah, you can do better than this guy. Oh, um, shoot. But so now... I, I never talked to her again. So. Yeah. She's a weenus. <laughs> Man. Man, the side piece. That's a thing now. Is it? I mean, I guess it's always been a thing. <laughs> um <laughs> Peter, you're so silent now. No, no I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm giving the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, like in a lot of music now, or in a lot of rap music, we're always talking about the side piece, and so it's coming up a lot. And I got a few friends that I can tell are kind of okay with that kind of thing, though. That when they're the side piece, they're okay with it. They're okay. It as long as kind of people know, it's like they're okay mm-hmm. being the side piece. Right. Or they're okay. Yeah, I think that's more what I see than anything else. Yeah, totally. Because then you're just getting all the benefits of sex and affection without having to commit to like a whole real relationship. Yeah. You're a side piece. Yeah. Yeah. Can you be a side piece for multiple people? I think so. I mean, that seems like a you're going to want to wrap that up a little bit more than, you know. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) You got to play that a little safer than you might normally just want (laughs) to. Just to say, yeah, that's a tough position, huh? Yeah. Whiskey. And you never really want to get involved beyond kind of a thing where you know it's kind of a side piece, right? Yeah. Because all of a sudden, like, are you were the side piece? What makes you think that you're not going to be side pieced? I don't know what the, yeah. the terminology is. Touche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the mm-hmm. the guy that um, the guy that cheats on his wife and then ends up marrying or whatever the the woman that he was cheating with. Yeah. What what makes you think that he won't do that to you too? Totally. Yeah. And there's like a there's got to be like a 75, 80, 90% chance of that happening. Yeah, totally. I agree with you. Yeah. I've I've had the news broken to me that I that the guy I was seeing was married. That was weird. Ooh. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. We dated for a few months and he came over one day and was like, "Oh, yeah, by the way, um I'm married." married. Jesus. Oh, yeah. so you were the side piece. Yeah, I was like, oh, what? I'm a side piece? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't volunteer for this. Yeah, no, you didn't. You didn't vol- I didn't volunteer for that at all, and I decided oh. to end that immediately. But that's that's such a bummer to find out. That's I, sneaky, yeah. Dude, toxic as fuck, right? Yeah, that's not good. It's no, it's no bueno. 
super no bueno. But at the same time, like if I was down for that, then that would have been dope for me. I that guess be, that, <laughs> yeah. that would have been a totally different conversation <laughs> right there, right? It's like, is the wife okay with this? No, uh, <laughs> don't even want to know. Don't even. That you know, if you're listening right now, you, <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> which which you is it? Is it, the, is it the you that you were the side piece, or the you with the boy who was in the bathroom stall? All of them. All, if you all are all them. listening right all now, <laughs> look if, at me now. If no. I have ever had a past relationship with you. <laughs> you're <guys>. that one. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> you know, uh, the next song that I have coming up. Um, is by Jennifer Lopez and I really love her because she's so beautiful but she has been in a ton of relationships speaking of cheaters <laughs> right and like oh I, yeah huh yeah I guess I get caught up in all of like her fun fly girl dancing and stuff but she's been going through some stuff um, this is a throwback it is All I Have with J-Lo and LL Cool J I'm not a phony, don't bounce baby, cause solely come in. Nothing you can say to 
And I need you, Nelly. I 
that was the ultimate sad love song. One sweet day, Mariah Carey and boys to men. Wow. <laughs> you are listening to Conference Call with Critty on BFF.fm. Uh, we've got Lisa and Peter in the studio talking about relationships. Um, that one was pretty sad. I know. It reminded yeah. me of the sad. I had all the sharp objects. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, any sad love stories? Yeah. Well, um, my sad love story was coming out of college and graduating and having an epic love and then being separated via distance from him. And, you know, we would, we were back in our parents' houses and not being around each other 24-7. So the times we did see each other were really magical, but really it was more about missing each other and we would cry when we separated super <laughs> dramatic and uh, tragic you know yeah um and eventually we got to a place where we could see each other more frequently but then we broke up anyways <laughs> yeah but that period was was pretty epic as a as a young adult not being around someone that you love so much Absence totally. makes the heart grow fonder it's true that young is true. love is a real thing um when sucks. I, yeah. <laughs> it sucks. God, it sucks. When I was 16, I was living in one part of the country, and my parents had decided to move back to California, and so I had to break up my break up with my boyfriend. Aww. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. And I pretty much cried all the way across the country Aww. as we drove back to California. That was awful. Young love. Um, Weezer's Blue Album really helped me through that. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was sad. Um, Peter, do you have any sad love stories? Ooh, yeah. So that uh, that date, that that epic date that I that I told you all about earlier. Yeah. Um, that girl. Um, we were together probably for a good couple of months. Like the entire time I was not the entire time, but a, like a healthy portion of the time I was living abroad. And uh, like the day that she left was like just soul crushing because this was the first girl I probably ever like really I felt like f- fell in love with. Aww. First one, um, she has been the measuring stick in which all other you know, girls are evaluated. Basically, yeah, that <laughs> totally. And, uh, her just you know leaving back for she was actually the inspiration for me to kind of evaluate because I was I was going to school in North Carolina. I'm originally from Maryland. Was planning on going back to Maryland after college. Um, but she was really kind of the first like inspiration for me to look west, like to come out here, because she's originally from uh, Granite Bay, uh-huh. and so I looked out. It's like, oh, San Francisco is like this really habitant place that I should probably check out. So, uh, no, I mean, so at the very least, she like continues this day to inspire me to be part of San Francisco. Nice. That's rad. Does yeah. she still live here? I have no idea. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> That's great. I feel like. Um, being in love is really nice, and it's it helps you grow. Um, but so does breaking up really help you grow too. I've I've stayed in some pretty toxic relationships where I had no idea that I was in it because I was so mm. deep down so the dark hole. Yeah. But only afterwards I realized <laughs> all that shit that I did I should wouldn't ever want to do to another person again. And right, it's nice and yeah, you grow. It's Absolutely. Great. Yeah, hindsight too is so valuable. It's like foresight without a future. Ooh, that's good another one. line. That's another line. I've been sharing Peter quotes though. Quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Life is a house. It's a great fucking movie. <laughs> Sad movie. Kevin Klein, that dude was that was a really terrible Anakin Skywalker. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. No. 
Not, watch that movie. <laughs> no, it's a heartbreaker. No. It's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Um, do you guys have uh, any tips for staying in great relationships? How, like... <laughs> Peter said no. I'm just like I'm just like no. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know there's like some things that people offer to other people, like some advice and things like sure. that. I mean for me, the thing I would say is knowing myself has benefited almost every area of my life, including my relationships. So mm. knowing what my needs are and articulating them, knowing how to take care of myself, learning about me is like it's like opening it's like a key to the door of success <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it's very general but i think that has transformed my relationships oh that's awesome the one thing i actually have observed from like watching like other people in their relationships is that uh when you stop talking that's when you start getting in trouble that's, that's when a good one that's when things really start to break out is when you're having issues and then you just like run away from them or you cease to talk them through or talk them out then they just they start to fester or they just you know it just becomes kind of this i have to have i'm gonna have a secret part of my life now that i have that i don't share with my partner and so when you stop talking you know and then never and try not to go to bed angry with each other you don't think it's okay to have like a secret part of your life where like it your partner's not involved in it at all i think it's okay to not be involved in it i just uh-huh. i think you just have to be open that that exists oh you, you have know to I mean? know that it exists yeah you have to be like you know, yeah I, I gave advice, you know, about it. yeah, I mean, I gave advice, you know, a couple weeks ago, which was, you know, my friend who do, is into karaoke, like his wife knows that that's part of his life, but she doesn't really sure. want to be in on it. Right. But yeah. she knows about it and they talk about it and they've got everything together on it. So um, that that's the thing, though. It's like they've communicated about it. They talk about it. Yeah. But it's not, you know, you don't have to be involved. But then what happens if like your partner wants to be involved in this thing that you want to be doing individually. How do you tell them like, I'm sorry, I love you, but yeah, I want this to be my own thing. That's hard. I mean, I struggle with that personally. Um, but again, I, I think sometimes if you, if you can make it about yourself and like your needs and articulate what your needs are, like I, I personally need alone time. And my husband used to get really offended by that. He thought mm-hmm. it was something that he did but then I changed the way I communicated about it. And I'm like, listen, if I spend time by myself, I can regenerate. I can be better for you. I can listen to you. I won't be short with you. Like everything improves if I just have this time for myself. Um, You'd be a so little maybe, selfish so that you can make each other better. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Presenting it in the best possible way. It's for, like this is something I need and this is why it benefits you. Right. Yeah. That usually works. Yeah. That makes sense. Um that's some wife yoga. Some wife knowledge. That's some, wi- that's some wife knowledge. <laughs> that's some wife Jedi mind trick shit right there. Total Jedi mind trick. <laughs> Just do your own thing. Um, what if the shoe were on the other foot? And what if you wanted to be involved? Like, what if your husband did something really awesome that you wanted to be involved in and he didn't... He, me? Yeah. Then go start um, your own. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Um, that's I think that's happened in a minor way like oh that sounds cool I want to go to that show but he's already invited his guy friends uh-huh I don't know I just uh, could you just off. show up no I mean you could but <laughs> um I don't know it's so important to have your own thing yeah, yeah. so I, I 
because I want my own thing, I have to let him have his own thing. Right. Which is, like, so easier said than done. But. Yeah. It's easy to think about yourself in relationships, and sometimes when you put the shoe on the other foot, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Absolute. Totally. Or you could just, like, do something similar, but just do it separately, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, uh, like do you go to your own show yeah. with your girlfriends? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Or show up at that show with your girlfriends. No, and just say, like, <laughs> all right, we're having, like, our crew over here. Like, this is about me and my friends over here. This is about you and your friends over there. Totally. Yeah. You could do that. Yeah. And that could turn into, like, some fun little flirt thing, too. Like, mm-hmm. bump yeah. into them in the bathroom kind of a deal. Oh, hey. That'd be kind of sexy. You yeah. could actually do some kind of role-playing kind of thing. It's like, all right, tonight I'm going by John and you're going by Kelly. And it's like, <laughs> Perfect. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> we just, yeah, look at that just turned a negative into a positive <laughs> all about the negative I, br- I brought it back to the kink i brought it way back to the kink and that's yeah that's I what like i'm it. all about role i think that's fun i haven't done that before but i'll add it to the list role play mm-hmm. you haven't role played mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. that is surprising to hear from you really i don't even know you but <laughs> you just met me and she's already kind of like I'm he like, has wait, to be a role play on. guy role play to me sounds like a ton of fun i feel like uh you have to know your boundaries, though. There has to be a safe word. Safe and word. Yeah, like if you guys are in the middle of the act. It depends on what kind of role play we're talking about. Are we talking about rape fantasy role play kind of stuff? Or are we talking about um, the pizza man looking to <laughs> fix your electricity? <laughs> well, isn't it the same? I mean, there still needs to be a safe word, right? Right, totally. Like, I didn't want the pepperoni in my electricity, Peter. <laughs> I guess that might be why your electricity would be out then if I put my pizza in your electric socket. <laughs> that came out just pepperoni. so weird. Pepperoni, pepperoni. <laughs> um, I'm going to play... The next song actually is pretty fitting. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's Final Warning Ooh. by Genuine and Aaliyah. Nice. Epic night duo
not right now, I'm busy. What you want me to tell? Call me in the morning, whoa. He said, call me back.
are listening to conference call with critty on bff.fm that was a fun little uh, set there for ike and tina turner we started off with i've been loving you too long and then the hunter and that last one was i know you don't love me no more i really wanted to play this record today because um ike and tina to me had one of those epic loves slash toxic slash you create beautiful music together so you stay together and you don't you know what i mean but it comes I mean, from a really terrible place it, yes it went to a very terrible place um however good. what's that i said it started good that album's great yeah that album is wonderful um <laughs> you know but staying in toxic relationships happens and mm. for some reason or another and i know i've been in one where we just we were great traveling buddies and we ended up staying together for far too long, but it mm. was really great traveling together because we both had the same sense of adventure and wanting to do that sort of thing. Which is hard to find. It's hard to like be in a relationship and like then find that if you can travel together. Yeah, totally. It's a good test, huh? Yeah. I had a friend that uh, was engaged to a guy and then they went on like a two week vacation together Ooh. and she's like, no, we're breaking up. Wow. Yeah. That's so good that she did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah vacations can make or break you. And totally. if you end up having the worst vacation ever, you know that you can't do that. Like navigating a map or figuring out how you, you know, like what. Delegating responsibilities, communication, that kind of thing. Right. Even so much as are you going to be grumpy all day because we didn't get to have breakfast this morning? Totally. You know what I mean? Little yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. 
Um, I guess that also happens when you live with your partner too, right? I was going to say, it's like living with someone. It's like a mini trial. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What are some of the trials that happen with living with your partner? Well, I mean, not only do I live with my partner, but he is my coworker because we work together. Ooh. Wow, that's a lot of time together. That's a lot of time time. together. So I think spending time apart actually is really great for our relationship and finding ways to do that. Um, Traveling together actually is something that keeps things kind of exciting for us. Um, I don't know. You know, trying to talk about our needs, which sounds so lame, but it's like... But it's essential. It's so essential. Like you were saying, communication is so key and, and talking about like even the most silly things that we take for granted, like spending an hour alone or I don't know, whatever it is that you need. What about sexy time? Yeah. You Keeping guys sound really sexy. good at communication. We're good at that. Yeah. Communicating about sex too is important. Like we're not having enough. Or, or, you know, I want to do this. Let's try this. Let's not do the same things. <laughs> or, or even just doing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's, let's have sex in the shower right now. Come in here. Or oh. grabbing your partner. Mm. Stuff like that. Yeah, that's super sexy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Peter, do you have any spontaneous sex stories? Ooh. No. <laughs> I'm trying You're to so think. Surprised. I know, like I'm such a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I don't know, like everyone in this room is like very surprised by yeah, some things I learned today. Like, I've, I've never role played, and I've never really done the spontaneous thing. Oh um, man, I've done. I've, no, so what I'll do? No is, like, sex in public. Not sex in public, but I will do sex acts in public. Oh, what is that? What mean? do you mean? So just kind of like case in point, like you know, just sitting next to you know my honey, mm-hmm. and uh, let my hand drift uh, on the thigh, and maybe a little lower, a little. Look closer oh, in and that's fun. Just play yeah. around, yeah. That's super fun. Yeah, that's sexy. Yeah, like and that. so I kind of get them kind of ramped up like all night long, and then all of a sudden like get back to where we can be a little more comfortable. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, like foreplay all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then meat and potatoes when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, Peter. That's great. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter. <laughs> Um, what other sexy things can you do when you're married? And well, sorry, I don't mean to make it sound <laughs> when so you're married. <laughs> Everything is doomed. <laughs> yeah, when you're with someone for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, would you? And totally hypothetical. Would you ever consider bringing another person into your sex life? I would consider it. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, the experimentation thing is really. Mm being open to things is really sexy to me, like trying new things and not getting stuck in a rut. Cause that's, you know, I'm adventurous. I want to try things. I want to, when things are new and fresh, that's exciting and yeah. I'm attracted to that. So yeah, being open to possibilities. For it's sure. always tricky for guys because like once it's hard enough to figure out like, what, yeah, what as, a, as a guy, <laughs> like it's hard enough to figure out what a woman wants, like a lot of the time. Right. And then once you actually do find it, it's like, all right, Here's the here's the roadmap. <laughs> I know, yeah. and then you're like, okay, and now it's gonna change. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh god, okay, this is gonna, I gotta figure it out all over again. <laughs> no, but the basic, like your meat and potatoes basics, that's great. Mm-hmm. If you've got that on lockdown, I prefer to call them fundamentals. Okay, fundamentals. <laughs> fundamentals. Sorry, not just grilled chicken, meat and potatoes. <laughs> 
Um, With pepperonis <laughs> and electric sockets. No, the fundamentals are essential. So yeah, got to get that down down first, and then you can experiment. And then you trust people. Like that's the beauty of being in a long-term relationship is you build this trust with somebody yeah versus um you know in the past where i've dated several people and you know maybe it's great for a while but then there are other things that cause a breakup and then it's like you start over so having that that built upon trust is is pretty valuable mm. have I, either one of you ever broke up with someone because the sex was really bad mm-hmm Whoa! I had to think definitely about not, it. I've definitely reached. I've definitely decided not to reach out to people yeah. again because of the sex was really bad. Yeah, I but think I I've done that. I, don't, I think I, I have too. I don't think I've really kind of let it go to the point of relationship. Like, all right, we're continuing a date. It's kind of like, all right, bad session, bad session. It's like a three strikes kind of rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. more dates. Because otherwise, it's kind of like, all right, we're into this three months and like you're terrible. But I've heard stories about people that you know. So a friend told me about how one of her friends and her husband, then now husband is, and for like a year they had, like she felt like the sex wasn't good. Oh wow, for that's like a, a long year, time. A year, a year. But she knew like this is the guy that I want to end up with. So what? she, t- huh. yeah. Was he rich? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or hung? I don't know. <laughs> no, even if he is hung, you're still having bad sex. There's yeah. like no reason. That's interesting. But she felt like no, I, I love this yeah. guy, and mm. but the sex is really bad. I'll just keep working. Work but it, on it. It, it took them like a year to kind of get to where they both, I think, were were happy. Oh well, I'm glad they got there. Yeah, I, me too. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would not invest a year in there. Like that, that is yeah. some, that is some dedication. That is some serious patience right there. They must have lived in a small town, not a lot going around. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of options, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. where, that's where all my romantic everything was stunted. It was just grow up in a small town. And you just one you got you got to find one one find one of the single ones. Yeah. Two make sure that you're not related. <laughs> and three that's, make sure that you haven't dated them before. You're speaking on some Maryland stuff now. I don't know. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on some rural trips over here. Um, <laughs> have either one of you ever been digmatized? Like you are just <laughs> so sorry. Not you, Peter. Peter looked at you I, like you're or crazy. The, ma- the, the male equivalent to you are having such great sex that you end up in this really shitty relationship because you're just yes feeling so good. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I've been accused of that before. Oh, shut up. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I swear to you know, Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Peter. You I'm know, sure that's happened. There's I'm a sure lot of high happened. expectations for me in this room right now. Know, and then the sorry. one time where I kind of like, yep, no, that's right. And it's like, I'm called on, like, just like, no way. <laughs> no, we believe you, Peter. We believe you. I believe you. you. What, what, um, was the, what was the phrase for it? It's, uh, oh, God. It's killing me, but there's a there's a phrase for it. For it, for digmatized? Yeah, basically. I mean, aside from that one. <laughs> the digmatizer. <laughs> Something like Something that. Something like that. It's, it's gonna, it's How did gonna you get out of that relationship, right Lisa? Um, well, it was, oh, man, it was like ugh, everything I find attractive in a person, and, but also some other weird things. Like, he was much older than me. He owned property. <laughs> <laughs> All these things that I found sexy. She and was so. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing sex. And, and, um, it started to feel cheap, I guess, at one point. Like, mm. I, I felt cheap. Like, all I Because you want... valued certain things, like, way higher yeah. than the other things that, like, the, you, the you valued the, the, you valued the material things as opposed to the, the emotional things. 
Exactly. The emotional part of the relationship wasn't caught up to the sex, basically. So it didn't make sense to continue. And he was dating a lot of other people. So, again, it was easy for me to just be like, all right, bye. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a question for you guys. Um, Dustin in Los Angeles has a question. Oh, nice. Ooh. Hey, yeah. Dustin. We Yes. I was, I was worried we were going to get through a show without, like, someone, like, kind of... Dropping a, dropping a question. Yeah, thanks for listening, Dustin. Um, he wants to know, how do you deal with having a much higher sex drive than your spouse, but feel weird about bringing it up, with, bring up thoughts of another partner for that? So how do you let's, deal oh. with the thoughts, or how do you Sorry. deal with... Let's uh, retract. How do you deal with having a much higher sex drive than your spouse? Okay, so that's one question. But feel weird bringing, about, bringing it up Mm, that's a good question. Oh, wait, bring it up or like f- seeking out? How do you bring it up? Pa- okay, I thought there was another question about do you seek out another partner to kind of experiment with that? It sounded like it, but I think we're going to address the first part. Okay, yeah. let's do that. Yeah, Higher sex drive. I mean, uh, from a female perspective, I think you got to talk about it and um, maybe come up with like a minimum like come up with a number where we're going to have sex this many times a week that you're both comfortable with, something like that. Schedule it in. You schedule if you want, <laughs> but which I will never do. I can't yeah, see myself hey, ever doing d- that. I mean, don't knock that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, like life is busy, life is hard. Right. And m- maybe that's part of the issue is I don't know if this is true for Dustin or not, but maybe because life is so busy, one of the partners feels like they're not having enough sex. And maybe if it was scheduled in, it could happen. It's be, a sure thing. I'd be curious know? to know if it's I don't is, think is an actual difference in sex drive. Yeah, is this is yeah, a this is in not. a yeah. This was a sex drive question. It wasn't a time question. Because that's the thing. I mean, if 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 well, that's so. I'm actually, but I'm questioning. It's like you know, is it actual sex drive? Because you know, I think oh, right. I think people's general sex drive is about the same for the most part. Um, I don't think that's true. Not, not, that's not that's not wholly. I don't think that's wholly true. I think it's a spectrum, <laughs> but I think it also just may be the thing where it's like the person with the higher sex drive just might think about ways to make their partner feel sexier, sure. to kind of inspire some of those feelings too. Yeah, Dustin says they've already talked about it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happens like every other week. Ooh. I see. That's tough. I feel I you, mean, Dustin. Yeah. I think, uh, well, I think it's important to be honest about your sex drive, and I think it's important to tell your partner that you'd like to have more sex, and it has, and it's something that you want to work on with them, right? Sure. It is uncomfortable. This is such an uncomfortable topic to talk about with someone, especially right. if they're not as comfortable with sex as you are. Um, you have to, you have to ease it in, Dustin. You have to start talking about, you know, you gotta, I don't know, maybe talk about it, not before sex or not after sex maybe right. like in a very casual setting maybe while you're preparing dinner or something but if they talked about it already like kind of often yeah you kind of you kind of could you've already kind of gone that route so it's like what do you do in lieu of of talking mm-hmm. because you've already if you've already kind of if you felt like you've already exhausted your options there especially if they're talking about it like every other week or so mm-hmm. mm. what do you recommend as a male voice Ooh, one more. I've okay. got another update. She openly admits it's not as important as other things in their marriage. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Sad face. Sad very, sad. They're very. They're just very depressed faces in this booth right now. Well, 
what mm. is it something that she can be open to working on i mean i think these are the issues that you have a partner for because you want to work on things and you want to get better and you know part of being in a relationship is 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 you know making sure the other person's happy but mm -hmm. part of that is working on yourself so i i think the question is 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 she open to working on it yeah and what that means and, and if she is yeah exactly then it's like okay what do we do but if she's not, then that's really tough to deal with. I think they also maybe just have to take a look at, you know, how each other appreciates being loved, you know? Yeah, Cause it's, it, sure. Because it, for her, I mean, if she explains it that way, it's like, all right, I'm not going to be, this is how I feel loved, so I'm going to prioritize these things, and it's for yeah. me. But it's it's really, that's very one-sided. Mm -hmm. um, because it's like, all right, so this is our relationship, and this is what I need to put in to make sure that, he knows that he feels loved. She's prioritizing other things. He's prioritizing other things in, in his way. They need to figure out a way to kind of find some common ground there to say, all right, I'm going to prioritize these things for you. And you're going to prioritize these things for me. Um, and then yeah. maybe try to figure out some kind of middle ground there. Honestly, I mean, I, I oh God, my sister shared like some viral video, Steve Harvey thing where it's basically kind of people oh. basically, pri you know, people, want to be loved in like one of in three of six different ways yeah totally um, your love language your love yeah. language yeah right <laughs> and 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 so it's it's important for you to demonstrate those ways of being loved mm -hmm. to your partner as opposed to we we want to demonstrate the love that way we feel love and that's kind mm -hmm. of that's counterintuitive to a healthy relationship totally you need to express love the way that your partner feels it um and you know it sounds like he he might not be prioritizing some of the things that she wants out of the relationship and she's clearly not prioritizing some of the things that he needs out of the relationship totally um so i think it might just i would try to hunt down that clip if i could but um you can probably do a google search on love languages right. and do like a quiz to find out each other's love language and then you can speak I mean, hopefully yeah i think it's i think that's a really great tip i like love language is a really it is for those of you listening who um might not be familiar with a, what a love language is like a really quick example of that is i'm the type of person that i need a lot of physical love to feel loved and mm -hmm. i need a lot of verbal love to be loved so mm -hmm. i i like getting cuddled and kissed and being told that i mm -hmm. that my partner loves me whereas some people don't need that so but that's my love language so mm -hmm. with any relation in any person that i'm in a relationship with for me to feel loved by them i'd like them to do that so for dustin i feel like you guys need to find what that is if you don't sure. already know um and it sounds like your spouse i mean you guys are married so your spouse would be totally open to knowing that and i think it's a you know you got to start that conversation maybe um I have the clip if we want to play it, actually. Can we do that? Or? I think we have just about three minutes. How yeah. long is that clip? Uh, it's like, let me see. A YouTube clip? It is one minute. All right, let's play this clip. Okay, let's let's get hooked up here. Uh, give us an intro here, Peter. Okay, so this is a clip from the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> it's about uh, a husband and wife that uh, talk about kind of their relationship and uh, a healthy way that they kind of demonstrate um, not just love their own love for themselves, but love for their partner as well. 
In our marriage, uh, once again, I think I think it's a journey, and you know, our friendship I think always comes first. But I've had to learn, you know, how to love Don Cherie, and I think this is one of the greatest mistakes that people make: is that so often we love people the way that we want to be loved, but we all receive love different ways. One of my favorite books is a book by Dr. Gary Chapman. It's called The Five Love Languages, and essentially what he says is he says that everybody receives loves in five different categories: uh, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, or gifts. What I've learned about Don Cherie is, is that she likes gifts and quality time. Hello. <laughs> but different from her, for me, my thing is words of affirmation and physical touch. So essentially, if you touch me and tell me I look good, I'm happy, okay? My man. Hello. Let's, my man. Come on, you know? So, you ain't, you ain't got to buy me nothing. Right, nothing. Just touch me and touch tell me, me you like me, you know? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a clip from the Steve Harvey show about love languages. We just had uh, Dustin from LA call in with a question about how to speak to your or how to prioritize uh, sex in a relation in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that's a, that's maybe good that's question. a good guide to maybe getting there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I, we're, this is what we're here for on conference call with Critty is to open up the dialogue on love, sex, and relationships. And we're a little awkward, but we're just trying to find the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening uh, to Conference Call with Critty on BFF.FM. I want to say thanks to Peter. Yay. And thank you, Lisa, for coming in today. Yeah. Thanks, my pleasure. Lisa. Super fun show. I hope everyone has enjoyed it. Um, we. I am here every Friday from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also find the shows uh, online in the episodes section. I'm going to fade us out here with uh, my favorite boo, (laughs) (laughs) 90s boo. Um, And y'all know this. It's Mr. Keith Sweat. (laughs) 